Morning, Masechah Baba Kama Daf Mem Aleph. Starting on the bottom of Mem Amud Bet, just three lines above the white line. Shorat Stadion and Chayav Mita. So he bailed out, bailed out, got Right. So the Shir is dedicated this morning. Leiluni Shmot when he died in this war. The Tzuim should be healed. The Chatufim should come up soon. Our soldiers should be safe. Should this war as quickly as possible. Like I say, bailed out. Question was asked. Bailed out, got So now we've got this this ox. That's a bullfighter. I see now, a bull and an ox are not the same, right? That's what Robert sent yesterday. So we've got bulls and ox. So, uh, so we're talking about a bull over here, right? Which is a bull, a bull, a, a bullfighter. So can you, can you bring it as a korban? It wasn't fault. It wasn't a, a god. Was, this was uh, incited to, 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 to fight. So Rav Amarka Sheh, Rav says, no problem. Shmuel says, no, Pastor, you can't. Rav Amarka Sheh, Rav says, you can't share. Why? I know so. What do you want from the ox? From this bull? It was fought. It was, it was a... Because I know so was it beyond its 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 its, its choice. Ushmuel Amar Pasu, why? It's not right near by near by Avera. Didn't Avera. So what do you want? I guess Avera was a mistake. But the bottom line is this 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 bull's been killing, and therefore it's done Averas, and that's it in the story. We can't help it. The worry is the kasha now on Shmuel. Right here on Shmuel, it says you can't use this bull for a korban. So the worry is right there. The pasuk like this mina mina beheba. What are we speaking about here? The pasuk over here says like this: "The Rebbe Neshava might learn speak to Mishael." Says to Moshe, "Adam, a person ki akriv mikem korban who brings a korban min habehemai can bring a korban from the animals min habakar from your flock or min atzon so from your your flock your like your 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 goats and your sheep etc. Takrivu." So like the pasuk says, "Min habehemai," doesn't say "yakriv mikem korban Hashem behemai bakar atzon." It says "min." Mean is a miut means only some of them can be brought. Right? That's the idea of the min habeima. It's a it's a limited a limited concept. So the brightest says as follows: What's min habeima? I mean, That's to exclude animals that have been involved in bestiality, either those who acted at the bestiality or had it acted on them, right? Even they were passive. Min habakar comes to teach us that's the animal that was used, rushes over here. There's a whole list of the rushes over here, what they're all about. So it says, Zemina Beimah, Rashi says, Miktzot Beimah, Velokulan, Miktzat from some of them. Rovav and Yerba, Etanevad, they pretend to have a with it, and they bow down to it. Minatzon teaches us, Lotieta Muktza, Muktza means that they dedicate the Bavodah Zorah, they actually used it yet. Uminatzon, so, so you've got Minatzon, and then the Pasuk, if you look at the Pasuk carefully, you'll see it doesn't say Minatzon, it says Uminatzon. So it says min habeima min abakar, and then with the tzon it says u. It adds a vav. So we've got min atzon teaches us one thing, and u min atzon lo to exclude the goring ones. Halidet to exclude the goring ones. So if that's the case, so the kashav here he has a yeah. So sorry, sorry, sorry. That's that's the bright. Is it? I'm Rabbi Shimon in the maroveya. So the bright carries on. Rabbi Shimon even said roveya lamen imar nogeach. So it seems that Rovea, which is the bestiality animal, and Nogeach, right, that killed somebody, rushes over here. So, uh, right, it, it, the, 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 the Nogeach here is an animal that killed, but there were two Aedim. So we can't put it to death. It was either one aid or the Abalim admitted it, the owners admitted it. So it's Patrick from Skila. Don't put it to death. So that's how you might have thought you were going to use the Korban, right? It says an animal like that which you can't, you're not going to kill, you might think you bring a korban, you can't bring a korban. So it says Rabbi Shibon, if it said Rovea, why did it say Nogeach? It seems like they're the same, they're the same punishment, Rovea and Nogeach. 
even if I don't get them, even if I don't get them, it seems to be redundant. Look at Rashi. Both of them, if there was Adam, would be Chayav Skidah, they'd be put to death. So it seems like a, like a, 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 a redundancy. So Rabbi Shimon says, why do we mention Rovaya and Logayach? Because there's something unique about each one of them. Rovaya, or Rovaya, there we treat the one that was there, that acted intentively the same way as if it acted passively. That's why there's a Nirva and Rovaya. Irrespective of how bestiality was done, whether it was done to the animal or the animal did it, in both cases, animal would be would be higher. As opposed to nogayach, we don't treat ones as ratzon, right? And that's a kashi on Shmuel because Shmuel said it's asur. But yeah, if you train the animal to kill, so that's that's not that's not ratzon, that's ones. So we see in rovei and nirim bestiality, we make no distinction. But in animal killing, we do make a distinction. And what's unique to nogayach? Nogayach mishlem kofir, rovei and mishlem kofir. And therefore, if the animal kills, it pays kofir. A rovea, right? Animal mishlem kofir. We'll see it now in a moment. What does it mean? A rovea mishlem kofir. Rashi says later we'll see. It. In other words, if it dies, if the animal has bestiality with the person, then dies. Maybe there's no kofir. We'll see. So therefore, if you so we need to teach them both. The world ends up now with the kashi on Shmuel. However, irrespective of how we learned this whole limud, ketani miad, nonetheless. Rovea, Asabolus Kratom was with Rovea, bestiality, we made no distinction between culpability if it was voluntary or if it was uh, forced upon it. Nogeach, no Asabolus with, with, with Nogeach, we didn't. So therefore, what's the din here, this whole distinction? Isn't it love the Korban? Meaning you can bring it as a Korban? Because we, the, the, we make a distinction between Ones and Ratzon. This is a Kashon Shmuel. The Shmuel says, you can't bring this a Korban. So the Gemara says, no, it's not a Kashon Shmuel. Lo, le Katala. It's with regards to killing the animal. It's with regards to being high of meat. Look at Rashi. Lo, le Katala. And the Shrashaf change is not Ulachi. The Hachi comes, we would say, no Gayach, lo Asabonus Ratzon, Ninian Skila, Bemakom Aidim. Right? So, E, what we come in to say, that Rovea and Nirva make no difference how it happened if they were Aidim and it would be killed. When the animal kills, but, but honest, they were like in a bullfight, even if the animal in the sword kill, you won't put the animal to death. Therefore, the Pasuk hadn't made a distinction. The teacher taught us the separate distinction over here, right? Where it said, uh, 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 excluding Nogayach, we wouldn't have learned from Rovaya. I feel like he Baraton. We might have thought that it's a lower level, etc. We wouldn't have, we wouldn't have been able to learn it from, from honest crowds. We had to learn it on its own. So basically, we've saved this, this, this challenge against Shmuel, and we can't prove that this animal can be brought as a korban. The one that we started makes sense as well. Why do you have a korban? No, get lost. I want to be a korban. 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 Says the Amar, because if you're telling us the korban when it came to Nogayach, lo asa we make no distinction between Oles and Ratzon. Right? The question: What are you talking about? Love Oles today, Kativ or Ratzon today? The pasuk doesn't talk about Ratzon of its or or or, or not Ratzon of its. Because there's no there's no real um, uh, attention in the pasuk to Ruvaya to 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 uh, to Nogayach, Ones or Ratzon whatsoever. So the whole distinction here only is with regards to whether it's mit or not. And nothing to do with the korban. That seems to be the end of the story over here. So now the Gemara discusses this brighter. In the brighter, we said nogeach mishalem kofir, rovei mishalem kofir. If it killed, right? 
if an ox gores and kills, it pays uh, a coffee of, of the kidney, the, 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 the kapara. Where Rovea doesn't pass. The Gemara says, I don't understand what you're talking about. You're going to tell me that killed in the act of bestiality. So how do I, what do I care how it killed? Whether it killed the horns or killed with its, with, 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 in, in, in the act of bestiality. And if it caused, if it did the act of bestiality and never killed, so the reason it's not paying kofir is not because bestiality is part from kofir, but it's because it never killed and it's part from kofir. So what do you mean when you tell me that the goring will pay kofir and bestiality? Why would we think that bestiality will pay kofir in the first place? So I'm Rabbi now. What are we speaking about? We're talking about a case where animal did bestiality, committed bestiality, and didn't kill the woman or the man. Right? But nonetheless, the atiyue led Beitin, we brought her to Beitin. The katlon, we killed her because they were aiding the other so that she did this intentionally. Right? So now we might have thought, what did we have thought? That maybe the fact that even though the animal didn't kill her in the act, but nonetheless the animal is being, is being, the animal is being killed because of the act. Therefore, it's the animal that caused her to be killed. Because if there wasn't an animal, there wouldn't have been bestiality. And therefore, she's been put to death because of the relationship with the animal. That maybe, nonetheless, the owner of the ox is liable for coffee because it was his ox that caused her to die. Kamash No, we don't. That was the Chirusha. That's when we say that Roveya, there's no kapara. With Nagicha, there would be kapara. With the ox, there would be kapara. Rava Amar Rava says no. Rava says, what are you speaking about? Olam Rava Vakata. Really, it was a case of where there was bestiality and she died in the act. And if your question that you asked originally was, what do I care how she died? Whether it was with the, with the horns or, or in the act of bestiality. Why would I think there's any distinction here to tell me that in bestiality she wouldn't play the kapara? The question is, it comes back to first principles which we learned at the very beginning of this Masechta. You remember we made a distinction. We said, what was unique to Karen? Somebody, quickly, what's unique to Karen? Why is Karen? We see there were three types of Karen, right? We had, we had essentially, at the very beginning of the Sechta, we had Shor was one of the acts, one, one of the Avot Nezakim. And we said Shor was divided into Karen, Shen, and Regal. Remember? We said Karen was when there's Kavonet Ahazik. It has intention to damage. And therefore Shen, we had the distinction between Muad and, 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 uh, and, and Tam. But we said Shen, it wasn't Kavonet Ahazik. What was Shen? Shen was when it wanted to have Hana'a, correct. Right, you get Hana'a. And Regal was when it was walking in the normal course of events. So if you think about it, bestiality, the animal comes on the woman, so it was the Hana'a. It wasn't to kill, to get, it was to have Hana'a. Therefore to have Hana'a is a Tolada of Shen. Right? So that's this is over here. This is, that's, that's, that's Rabbi's Chidush over here. It's like this, but what's the difference? It says, Karen, Kavnatola Hazik. Ha, Kavnatola Ha, not that small. This is actually Shen. So if you look at Rashi over here, uh, there's no Rashi over here. So but the Quran says, but my piggy, what's the real machlokete between Rava and who was it? Abaya, and Abaya, right? So the argument be, Beregel, Shedarsal, Gabetinok, Bechatsha, Nizak. The person's walking in, a, in, a, in an ordinary course of events. In the, in, the, in the courtyard of the Nizak of damaged party, the, the ox, and it tramples on a child and unfortunately kills the child. Rashi, the Idubish Rabim, ain't Chaiber Regal, the Dibri Akol. If it's in Shtarabim, you aren't Chaiber Regal, Regal's Patrin Shtarabim, right? Because there's Bistacher in somebody else's field. So when you're in somebody else's field. So Abaya, who 
who says that the, that, that the reason why you patter from, from Kaparia is because the ox didn't kill the woman. And we just might have thought that because the woman got killed as a result of the Ethereum being put to death, maybe we'd extend Kapara. So he would say, Abai would say, in a case like this, Mesharem Kapara. Look at Rashi. Afapi Shelonit Kaven Lahazik. Uki Deravet Velokatu. We're talking about a case where there was Revere here and there wasn't death. Therefore, according to, she didn't kill her in the process, says Abaya. So therefore, Abaya would say, if he did kill her in the process, you pay Kapara. And Rabbi would say, no, lo meshalem kapara, lo meshalem kofe. You wouldn't pay kofe. Because Rabbi said, Abaya, we're talking about a case where they did kill. Right? So, I'm a Rabbi, no, I'm the Rabbi of a Katla. And yet, nonetheless, he killed and he's part of Kapara. So Rabbi says, even though you killed, you patra from because it's not in the case of Nezek, not Hezek, it was in the case of Shen. So you patra from the Kofir, because that's not the intent to kill. Whether there was intent to kill, and Abai said, no, no, he's making no distinction. He says, the reason why here you don't pay Kapara is because he didn't kill her. Had he killed her, would have been, he would have paid Kapara, even though it was Shen. Everybody with me? Right? Because now we go back and we say, Tanaka Vatan Our question at the very beginning over here was, and we started the Shiri, what about the animal being brought to Mizbeach, this Estadion? Would they bring him to Mizbeach or not? Because it wasn't his voluntary act, he was incited. Rav says Kasher, and Shmuel says Pasul. The Gemara ends up by bringing a brighter to support Rav. Rav, These bullfighters, you don't kill the bull. The Kasher Mizbeach, and you can bring it to Mizbeach as a korban even. Why? Because What's a mu'useh? He was forced to do it. Okay, we saw like a star mu'useh. Remember, you force a guy to get get a star mu'useh. Same thing over here. It's like a mu'useh. He was forced to do it, not his fault, and therefore it seems that the animal is absolutely patur, hundred percent from mita. Okay, new mishnah. Shor shnagachet adamu meit. So shor kills a person in the gadas. If it's a muad, shalem kofe. If the ox was a muad, pays kofe. Tam, we say, we have patum in a kofir. You see that? Tam, patum in a kofir. Even though the tam would have to put to death. Remember, we learned that it makes no difference how the animal killed the murder or tam. Even a tam who kills gets put to death. Right? So that's not the reason, that, that's, that's not the, 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 the distinction of the ash. Tam gets put to death. But there's no kofir. Big difference. Vezeh, vezeh, chayim mita. Oh, here you are. Sorry, the Mishnah says it. Okay, I jumped the gun. And they're both chayim mita. Okay, so both of them are, 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 are put to death. And then the, the, the Mishnah says, V'chein bevat, V'chein beven, V'chein bevat. Right, so Ashkaz says, V'yechein bevat, K'katan v'tinoke k'tanachai v'lein t'skilu v'kofi k'gudonim. Makes difference if the, 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 the person killed was a child, or if it was a, a, an adult. Then Nagach Ebedo Amai, if it gored a, 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 a slave, male or female, we know this, Noten Shloshim Shlaim. So therefore it's a standard rate over here now, we don't go and make any assessments. Bain shu yafe mea money with the if it was worth a hundred money, bain shu yafe el dinar echad even was only worth one dinar makes no difference. Every there's a standard amount. Shloshim called shloshim shkalim. That's the standard kofir for an evid. Okay. The gemara says the chimi achad the mitam katina lei muad hachim ishkachet la. The gemara says obvious question. Wait a second. If you put a tam to death after gored and killed the guy once, how are you ever going to have a case of a muad <laughs> because it was dead after the first time? So how do you get a muad that's gored now two or three times? I mean, we had a machloket at the very beginning of the sech, do you remember? What was a muad? Was a muad that had gored twice and the third time was already a muad? Or a muad that had gored three times and on the fourth time it's a muad, remember? 
We sort of understood, at least I understood, and I think we all understood, that it was a case of an ox who had gored three times. And the fourth time he's chayev as a muad. I mean, you see how the Gemariah speaks about it if it was only twice. Now, you know there's a machloket. You don't kill. You don't kill. You can, no, you're a muad for killing. You can just make. No, no, no. So we're talking no, about, about, about a muad that killed. He's a muad. He killed the first time. He killed the second time. He killed the third time. Oh, it's a muad that killed. Otherwise, you're right, David. Otherwise, you wouldn't be put to death. He could have gone three times. But you wouldn't have put the muad to death three times. The, the, the question is irrelevant. It, we're talking here. It's obvious that the Gemara's question, I think... He's saying that if the, if the guy killed the first time and, and, and he was a tam and was put to death, he could never become a muad who had killed three times to be put to death. You're all correct. If he was a... Uh, I was nodding along, right? You're all correct. If he, had, if he was a muad only for a muad who was a goring ox who caused damages, then the question isn't a question. But the fact that the Gomorrah says over here that a tam would be put to death, that's what it said over there, v'zeh v'zeh chayavin mita. Look at Rashi. Maybe the Rashi will help us. So we're talking about, obviously, we must be speaking about an ox that gored and killed. Right? And then, again, we, this mission is only talking about oxen that every time they gored, they killed. So if it killed the first time, we put it to death. If it killed the second time, so how could it kill the second time? It should have been put to death the first time. Okay, okay, okay. So now we're starting to write the Gomorrah. Uh, everything you're saying is all correct. But you know, we, 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 got, we got the luxury here. Excuse my cynicism. It was written for us a couple of hundred years ago. So let's, uh, uh, it, uh, even more than a couple of hundred years ago, 1,500 years ago, right? So, uh, but you're right. Well, uh, seriously, that's correct. That's correct. The Gomorrah can ask those questions. Correct. How do you find the Moad? So and now we're going to see a whole bunch of answers. I normally write them down, but I don't know, for some reason I stopped counting. I don't know why, there are lots of answers. Um, so let's see the Gemara starts like this. You'll see that a lot of your answers are the right answers. Uh, I'm a rabbi. Rabbi says, what's the reason? Right, so he says over here, look at Rashi. They, 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 they assessed him. In other words, there was an assessment over here. He ran after three guys. So really, the guards were saved. But they came to the conclusion this ox would have killed them. And three rats had ran after three guys to kill them every time and managed to get away. So now this ox is a muad ox for running after people to kill them. That's why I was never killed. Because they hadn't actually killed anybody. But it was pretty clear to the Adim at the time and the Baitin at the time that if they had, if those guys had a manuscript, they would have been killed. So therefore, this is now Muad of a guy who runs up people to kill them. And if he kills them the third time, he's, it's a Muad. Rashi, and that's the first answer. Rashi says, no. Rashi, Amar Umdana, love Klumur. Rashi says, Umdana is not called, to, you know, that you assess that had it run after the guy, had it caught it, it would have killed it. That's not proof. We want to see bodies. Let's see that this ox actually knows how to kill. The, the fact that you made all these appraisals means nothing. So he has to give his answers. Then what's the mission speaking about, says Ravashi? says, what are we talking about over here? Yeah? It wounded three guys so badly that they put them in life, uh, in, 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 in a life-threatening manner. Look at Rashi. Therefore, the first two guys weren't, he wasn't stoned because they were just basically lying there 
like in, in death's way, but they weren't dead yet. And then Ukeshlagach Ashlishi says Rashi, made to Kulam, Hilchach Meshalem Anav Kofet. And now when he got the third guy, and the third guy died, the other two guys also died. So now by the time that the ox had been killed, killed the third guy, he had already killed three guys. That way he was a Muad. Rav Zvid gives it an He says, no. Yeah, I think Clive said this, right? We go three, kill three animals. So the Gemara also kashavia, what? So that makes him a Muad Adam? No, that's a Muad Lebehema. So that means the Muad Lebehema, not a Muad Adam. Ella Amar of Shimish, Rav Shimish gives another answer. What's the answer? Kill three goy. And that's why. The Gemara asks the same question. What Muad Lebehema have a Muad Israel? That makes him a Muad to, to Israel? That's a Muad to Goyim. We're talking now about he wouldn't pay coffee if he killed Goyim. Right, He killed three people, but what were the people that he killed? Why didn't they kill the ox when he killed the people? Because the people that he killed were trafers. What do you mean trafers? They were terminally ill. Anyhow, they were going to die the next 12 months. That's normally what a trafer is. So therefore, he just basically he killed guys who were halakhically dead. So that's why we didn't kill him. So the Gemara said, what, a muad a trafer? Have a muad a shalem? But that's not the same thing. That's a muad a trafer. We do a muad a shalem. They wouldn't make him a muad either. So Elamar of Papa, Papa says, the cartel of the Arak Agma. Yeah, we got back to our yesterday. We wanted to take him, hide him away. The ox killed the guy. Every time he killed the guy, he ran away. We couldn't find him. And then he came back into town and killed the third time. Twice. So Guru said, what, the cartel of the Arak Agma? Amar of Papa, the cartel of the Arak Agma. What's the cartel of the Arak Agma? Oh, sorry. The cartel of the Arak Agma, the cartel of the Arak Agma. Twice. He went and ran and then came back, went and ran and came back. And that's how he became a muad. Of Achimrei Rav Ika Amar gives another answer. Kagon, this is a bit trickier. This is like a little bit longer, Savia. Kagon Chehuzmu Zomemei Zomemin. Listen to that carefully. The Adim who had made other Adim Zomemin, they themselves became Adim Zomemin. Rashi explains. I'll say it outside because we're running late. Rashi says like this. What does it mean? The first, the two times that this ox gored, there were Adim who came to testify that they had seen the ox go and kill. Other Adim came along and said that those Adim who gave witness to the first two times were with me. And they couldn't have given Adim, and therefore they became Adim Zomamin. So the ox was let go. And now the third time the ox gored, Adim came and proved that the Adim who had made the original Adim into Adim Zomamin, they themselves were Adim Zomamin, and the original two Adim were correct and they were right. So the first two cases were reinstated, and that's why the ox hadn't been killed. But now we realize retroactively that those Adim were right, the original Adim were correct, and the Adim who came and testified that they were liars, they themselves were liars, and therefore the Adim was reinstated, and now we've got an ox that had been aid, given Adim three times that is killed. Everybody got that? Yes, Michael? Right, okay. The Gemara says, Now when we had a machloket before, it was sends us back to Gemara we had a long time ago, I don't expect you all to remember, on Dafkav Dalit, where we had a question over there, in order to make an ox into a shor muad, do we have to have, can Adim come on one day and give testimony to three different events that took place with the ox? And, or do they have to give, every time it happens, on three different days, give testimony in front of Beitin and warn the owner? Because what can the owner say? If the owner's lumbered with three a do your three testimonies on one day, he can say, Well, guys, it's all very good you're telling me that happened three times, but how would I have known to take precautions after the first time? I've only heard about all three today, it's too late. You never enabled me to protect my ox. Remember that? 
Yes? Clifford? Steve? So the owner, so they say, so if you're telling me it's good enough, we don't expect the owner to get three separate warnings, and as long as we've got three sightings and three testimonies at the ox gourd, then it's fine, Shapir. But if you have to warn the owner as well, so then maybe the owner can say to you, I never knew. So they wouldn't have helped. So what do you want from me? The Lord says, no, makes no difference here. Why? Because we say to the owner, call Amat the cattle every time your ox called, Gabe Havaka, you were standing right there. So don't tell me you never knew. You knew very well, even if the other the Aelut only came today, but you saw each and every act. So therefore, without Adam, you should have known that you had a goring ox. Therefore, it makes no difference. Even if it was in one day, it's good enough. Ravina has a different answer. Ravina says, this I think is the last answer of how do we have to have a case like this. Ravina says, look at the Rashi, Mishkachat la, the law niskal b'shtamishtot, that it wasn't killed the first two times, how? Kegon says Ravina, I'm reading the Rashi now, Sha'edim ha-me'edim alav, ain makirin ta-shor, u-be'kshlishit hukar. Look back at the Gemara, b'makirin ta-shor, b'makirin ta-shor. They knew that this, that there was an ox that gored from this guy's flock. But they weren't sure which oxen it was to actually give aidut on the particular ox. Right? And now the third time that it gored, they recognized the ox. They said, yes, it's the same ox, and this is the ox. And that's why there was only Eidut given on the third time. That's another possible answer of why it was a muad that had still been alive after the first two times that it had killed. Everybody clear with that? Okay. So Gamora says, no, my habit had a mavet. So what should he have done? Right? What do you expect from this guy? I mean, at the end of the day, nobody warned him which ox it was, according to Rabbinah's answer. We say to him, You know that you've got a wild, goring, killing ox in your flock. Therefore, you do. We don't know which one it is. You were responsible to, to make sure all your oxen were safeguarded. And the fact that you didn't bother and didn't take the chance, you've got to pay the coffee. Okay, so we've seen quite a number of answers here of how we could have got to a muad. And bottom line is, in all of, the, in all of these cases, the guy will pay the coffee. Okay, now the Mishnah, whether it was a tam or a muad, it's chayv mitas. The Gemara says, Tanur banan, mimash b'shilei b'asakoli sakel ashor. The fact that the shor, that the brightest says, the pasuk says, sakoli sakel, that the ox has to be stoned. A stoned ox. Is a stoned ox kosher to eat or not? No, not kosher. Sure. Of course not, right? It's a nevela. Right? So it's a nevela. So would we have any hava amina that you could eat this ox after it had been stoned? It's even if you shechted it, right? You, even if you shechted it. No, you couldn't. So the Gemara says, Mimash b'shidem ma'asakoli So the fact that the Pasuk says stone the ox. Any or dash should nevela heave a nevela shura b'chile dava and it's available if you call it a nevela. So it's obvious. So then if that's the case, why does the Pasuk say lo yachole b'saro? Could look at the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, let me find the Pasuk. You stone it. Right? So you can't, you can't eat it. And the owner is naki. We'll see what it means that he's clean in a moment. We've seen this before. So why do I need to know that It's obvious you can't eat it. Because so you might have thought maybe, you know what, before it's been stoned, once the animal was decided in baiting, there was a baiting, a psak, halocha, that this, this animal was chayiv mita, and they're going to stone it, you quickly ran and shechted it, right? You might have thought you could eat it, 
Asur ba'achila. Men are telling you, even then you shechted before it was stoned, once it was chayav mita, it's considered as if it was already in a veila. So it says, now that you tell me, it says, I understand I can't eat it, but hana, I mean, where do I know I can't even get hana from it? Pistol is a door, say. Where do I know I can't even get hana, I can't even get any benefit? Tamud lomar, uvala shor naki. The owner is clean. So it says, my bash, what do you mean the owner is clean? So it says, Kadam, we saw this Gemara before, by the way, I don't see if it was Rashad, anyone remembers who it was. It said, Kadam, Shubenach, like a person says to his friend, Yatzai, Shploni, this guy, is, this guy be, is, is completely clean of all his assets. In other words, he went insolvent, he's been wiped out, he's completely clean, he's got nothing. That's what it means, Balashor Naki. Right? He is Naki, he's clean, meaning he's clean, he's just him, nothing else. That means you, Vain lo bahem hanashel klum. The Gemara says, wait a second. So we're saying, you're telling me, that's a call you sakel, that it was in a veil, means I can't eat lo yachir basaro, means I can't eat it. Vibarashor naki, means he can't eat it. So, in my mind, lo yachir basaro, how do we know that lo yachir, the pastor telling me that you can't eat it, is lahechid shachtu achar shenig bar dinosh asur bachila, that he shechted it after the baiting before was killed, you can't eat it. Maybe not. Maybe lahechid shachtu achar shenig bar dinosh asur bachila. Maybe really you can eat it. Maybe that's not true. Maybe the maybe the loyachel basaro is not telling me about eating it if I shechted it properly before it was stoned. Vahai loyachel basaro is something else. Lahechet desakle mesakel. Then it's telling me the asur bahanaa. Maybe if it's sakol yesakel, then it's obviously I can't eat it. And sakol the double lashon of sakol over here. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, that the loyachel basaro. Is lo is that I call the asur from Hanaa? Now, why would loya chelibesaro tell me that asur from Hanaa? Rabbi Abahu, they were called to Rabbi Abahu in Masechet Psachim, and Kisulos in Kiddushin, by the way. He says, "I'm Rabbi Abahu, I'm Rabbi Lazar, I'm Rabbi Lazar." Koma komshleim. Every time Torah uses the word loya chel, you can't eat or lo tochel, don't eat or lo tochlu, you can't eat in the plural. It's telling me that loya chel, lo tochel, or lo tochlu, echadas isur achila vechad isur Hanaa b'mashma. It's including Hana'a in Achila. Achila, we don't need two Limudim. Lo Yachel, you can't eat. And Balashonaki, you can't get Hana'a. Lo Yachel is coming to tell me you can't, get, you can't eat and you can't get Hana'a. And when is that? That's only after it's been stoned. And before it's been stoned, you could eat it. Anes, Achi, Freitacha, Katuv, Kederach, Shifreitacha, When it comes to Nevela, it tells you specifically, La Ger, you can give it to a Ger, or Nevela, you can consider it to a Goy. So that's what the Quran said. Maybe it's not Loya Chelepesaro telling me eating before it's been stoned and Barashonaki is Hana'a. Maybe before it's been stoned, I can't eat it. And Loya Chelepesaro is telling me both Hana'a and Yachila. So the obvious question then is what is Barashonaki for, right? Everybody with me? What do we the Pasuk Barashonaki? Loya Chelepesaro telling me Hana'a and Yachila. So the Quran says, I'm right now. Honey, me, he that, the Gemara says, that we can't use Rabbi Abahu over here. Why? Because Rabbi Abahu is only relevant to scenarios where you are asked to eat. And asked to get Hana'a, you're learning from the Pasuk Lo Yachel. But here we aren't learning that here. In our case, Isur Achila, we've already learned, comes from Sakol Sakel Nafka. The fact that it's stone and it's in a veil, tell you can't eat it. Therefore, Isakadata Khailo Yachele Basaro Isur Hanahu. If we if so therefore we know Sakol Sakel is you can't eat it, because in a veila. So if you're in terms of Loya Khel is Hana, then Ichtu Rahman Loya Hane. 
then the Torah would have told me, Lo Yane. Why? Because it said, Sakol Yisakel, and Lo Yane. Right? So that's the only question. That's why it's not relevant in our case. Inami, Rashi's Afili, the Didach, the Chtov, Lo Yachel, the Tulo, even if it, just, if it just said Lo Yachel than anything else, Lo Yachel, it, why did it tell me Episharol Amali? Just said Lo Yachel, then you can't eat it. Lo Yachel would have been already, according to Abba, would have been good enough. Lo Yachel, don't eat or get Hana'a. Why did it say Lo Yachel et Besaro? What's the Besaro teaching me? Right? So the says, What the Afagav, the Avdei, Ka'ain, Basad, the Shachtei, Asur. That's what it's coming to teach me. Look at Rashi, et Besaro, Lamali, El Alav, Lash, Isa, Kamaji, the Afagav, the Avdei, Ka'ain, Basad, Shchute, Behechsher. Says, now, therefore, it's coming to tell me that even if I had shechted it properly before the stoning, because would only tell me it's in the battle beforehand, I'd need to know that even if you had shechted it before the stoning, after the bait in, it would still be Asur and you wouldn't be able to do that. The Gemara is a That might be all good to tell me that. Maybe what's it all about? The Badak Tsor, where you took a rock. The shachatbo. Maybe that. When is it asur to eat it? Even if you shechted it before the stoning, if you shechted it with a sharp stone, listen to this. Why would we think that's asur? The avdei kain skiller. Because maybe shechting it with a stone and not using a knife, right? That might be as if you stoned the animal. And now it would be a case of sakoli sakel. Now even though the shechita would be a shechita, it would be like a navela, and then you're able to use it. But maybe if you use a regular knife. Right? Uh, would be perfectly good. So Gemara said, well, what are you talking about over here? Right? Does even the Torah say you're going to shake the animal with a knife? Right? If you use a, a, like a magal yad, is a hoe, I think. Or a, what's the English translation for a magal yad? I think like a hoe, isn't it? Or something like that. Um, what a sickle. Sickle. Isn't it a sickle, right? Or a batzora with a stone, or a kane, or with a reed. Right? So that, that doesn't make sense. Okay? So that doesn't make sense. So the guru knocks it out. Okay. So now the guru goes back and says, back to our bright which we saw. And he says, like this, So fair enough, so we accept that brighter. According to Rabbi Abahu, if we say according to Abahu that Lo Besaro can teach me both the din of Hana'a and Achila, right? And we're saying Sakoli Sakel wouldn't be the case of, of, of teaching us Isra Achila. We're talking about a case where we shechted it before it was stoned, right? So then Bala Shor Naki, Lamali, we only Bala Shor Naki for. Because we said originally, remember in the previous Amud, we said that, that, that we've already got, uh, we've got, lo, uh, we've got uh, Achila. Other from Sakel Sakel or from Lo Yachel, and that's from Lo Yachel. So Balashor Naki was there for his neighbors for Hana. What does it mean, Balashor Naki? He's clean of all his assets, he's any benefit whatsoever, he's got nothing. So if we say that Lo Yachel teaches me both, according to Rabbi Abahu, both Achila and Hana, so then Balashor Naki, what's that teaching me? So what it says, La Hana'at Oro. That you can't even get Hana from its, from its hide. Why? Because the Sakhra the Chamina, Besarohu. Right? The Asur Bahana'a. We might have thought it's its flesh that's Asur Bahana'a. About Oro, but it's hard. Nishtari Bahana'a. Maybe you can even get, you can get a knife from that. Lo Yachel Besaro is Basar. That's what we're speaking about over here. Right? And by, so therefore, the Bala Shor Naki, the Hana'a, refers back to Isur Achila. Just like Isur Achila is flesh, so to Isur Hana'a is flesh. 
right? Kemashwaran, Balashon Naki teaches me no, Loyachel is only the flesh, but the Hana'a is on the heart. Maybe even if maybe the Loyachel is on the heart as well. Maybe I don't know, but if you wouldn't normally eat the heart. So the Gemara says, wait a second. Ulehenef Tanaye, those Tanaye, we're going to see later on in this Amud. At the end of the Hundemafte, the high Balashon Naki, the Darsha, Hunakin, the member, the Kamabus later on, they need it for something else. So Hanatoro, where are they going to learn Hanatoro? He was asking a question now on Tanai we haven't seen yet. But there are Tanai, we'll see in a moment, coming up, that they use Barashon Akif for something else. So where do they learn the Isur Hana'a for the hide from? Nafkelehu mi et besaro. The Pasuk says, right, lo yachel et besaro. Et hatafel besaro. The et besaro. What does it mean, me et besaro? So there's besaro. Could, could have just said lo yachel besaro? Why does it say lo yachel et besaro? That which is secondary to its flesh. What is that? My new oro. The Gemara says, now this is the Gemara which we saw. Since we a couple of times, it's very important to remember, right? It's, it's, it's important to remember this Gemara. Remember the name Shimon Ha'amsuni. Try to remember that. I actually had a discussion with somebody a few weeks ago. And I wanted, I quoted this, and I couldn't remember who it was. And both the guys on the conversation said to me, Ah, Shimon Amsuni. <laughs> okay, that was Rosh Shiva at Kol Torah. So that wasn't a surprise that he knew it. But uh, the other one was a, was a Barabait, a Chashuva South African Barabait. And I was hell of impressed. He said, Ah, Shimon Amsuni. So uh, let's try and remember this. So, Vahai Tana et Lord Darish. Right? So, what says so this? Vahai so Tana et Lord Darish. So, in our Tana, so now those Tanaim who learn it from Et Besaro, they are Darsh and Et. Our Tana, who needs, who needs the Balashor Naki to teach us Hana'a, obviously he doesn't Darsh in the word Et. He doesn't use the Et into Darsh. Right? Like who would he be? Kiratanya, like we learned in a brighter, of Shimonam Sunni. He was known to darshan every single et in the Torah. He could explain what it was. Have fear for your God. Piresh. He said, listen, I can't explain. What does it mean, et Hashem? There can't be anything else other than Hashem that you've got to fear. So he said, if, if, if up until now I managed to explain, like here, yeah, the et we wanted to say is et besaro, is the et is secondary to basar, which is the, the, the hide. So et Hashem elokecha, what is the, the, the next in line to God himself that you've got to have fear for? Shem you know, said, that's too much for me. It's only God, the year of Hashem, there's nothing secondary to him. There's nobody in that category. And therefore he said, I'm abandoning now my whole philosophy, my whole thesis. My whole approach to learning is all stopping now. So came along his Talmudim, Amulullah Tamidah, they said to him, Rebbe, call it in Sharash Tamati Adahem. What about all those other etin that you were darshan? Right? What about them? He says, Kashem Shekibalti Scharla Drisha, Kakibalti Scharla Prisha. He said, You know what? I got schar on learning and teaching all those etim. I'm now going back on it. I'm being porish. I'm abandoning the concept. And I hope from us, I get the same schar from the Baruch Hu on the fact that I'm abandoning them. The one says, Adche Barabi Akiva Velimeh, and Rabbi Akiva came along and he taught, What does it mean? Atashem and Okechetira, Rabot Tamidechachamim. To include Tamidechachamim, you have to have Yira for Tamidechachamim as well. And that was the, what Rabbi Shimon Hamsuni never understood that Tanakhachamim were, were, were in that category. Okay, so that's the answer there. The great character of Tarbanan. So now, as our Gemara said, what about those Tanaim 
who learnt Balashon Akif or something else. Right? How did they learn Or? We said they learned Or from Et Hashem Elokecha. So now the Gemara brings us those Tanai. Ubalashon Naki, Rabbi Ezra Romer, what does it mean? Naki bichatsi kofe. What does it mean, Balashon Naki? He says over here that this Balashon Naki is patur from chatsi kofe. What does it mean, patur from chatsi kofe? Look at Rashi right at the top, the fourth there round of Rashi. The Lord Taima Keshehimit. So we're speaking about a tam. Comes along Rabbi Ezra and says, Balashon Naki means, if this was a short tam, he, when a short tam causes damages, so he pays chatzinezik, he pays half damages. Don't think that a kof, that is high of kofir over here, right? As if, because remember, look at our Mishnah. Our Mishnah said, A person who kills somebody, an ox who gores somebody and they die. Muad Meshalem Kofer, the Tam Patur Mina Kofer, remember? And the Tam is Patur Mina Kofer. Shabbedeze says, Barashon Naki is telling me, you may have a Mina Eyes, Patur Mina Kofer, but just like he pays Chatsi Nezek, he has to pay Chatsi Kofer. So Shabbedeze says, he's Patur from Chatsi Kofer. So it says to him, Rabbi Akiva, so Amar, uh, Amar uh, hold on, I lost my place, sorry. Amar Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva says to Rabbi Yezer, Right, he says to him, Rabbi, look at Rashi, he says, Pshit in the patur. Rashi says, it's pashu that is patur. If the, if the case was that he was chayev, so how do we pay chatzin for a tam? We pay out of the value of his body, correct? He's been stoned to death. His body's worth nothing. How's he going to pay the, 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 the kofir? The owner of the dead ox can say to the right, Yomru, say Yomru lo Baalim. The owners will say, Bring him to Baitin. Okay, you want me to pay you coffee? No problem. Bring that dead ox and I'll pay you out of the dead ox. So the back in the Gomorrah, by law, who acts more? So he said to Abdesa, What do you mean? That is part of a coffee. Because part of a coffee. Where would he pay the Khatzi coffee from? From the dead ox? So Amalus Rabbi Lezer was a little bit insulted, I think. Amalus Rabbi Lezer, kachani be'necha. That's what you think of me, Rabbi Akiva. You think I'm such a stupid thing. That's how you look at me. Shedini bezeh shechayav mita. You think I'm talking about an ox that's chayav mita? Ein dini eleke shehemitir adam api eid echad api balim. He says, no, I'm talking about a case where the animal wasn't chayav mita. Because in order to be chayav mita, there has to be two eidim around. I'm talking about a case where there's only one eid, who testifies that this tam killed the guy, or the body themselves admitted it, and therefore the animal is patrick from mitzvah, so the animal is still alive. In a case like that, we might have thought that he's high of chatzi kofir, and then you right, he could have paid out of the animal, just like chatzi nezek, and then we'll be standing there, still alive. So he says, if the Adim admitted, so that's called a knas, whatever knasu. Right? So what do you mean? There'd never be a kapari in the first place, Rabbi Lezer. So let's say you're right. It was Eid Echad, maybe. But it was the Bali themselves who admitted that the animal had killed the guy. That's Mori Baknas. And we know when you're Mori Baknas, we saw Jephthah as well. You patur. So the Gemara said, no, no, no. Kasaba Rabbi Lezer. was speaking about a case. Kufra Kapara. That the, that the, that the Kapara is not a Knas. That the, the Kofir is not a Knas. It's Kapara. It's for a guy's Neshoma. And therefore, look at Rashi. 
Kesava Kufra Kapara, Levichach Ilo Maate, we had a Pasuk which told us, Balashonaki, you patri from Kapara, from Kakofer, having a Chavit for Juchayev, Bain Baidechad, Bain Apiatsmo, Kiechi the Tavele Kapara, to get the Kapara, the, the guy would have wanted Kapara. So therefore, I would have thought Yuchayev to pay it because it's Kapara, not a Knas, even if it was ba, ba, uh, the Balim Atzman. And therefore, I'm telling you, after the Pasuk of Balashonaki, you would have thought that he's Chayev the Kapara, Chati Kapara, and I'm talking about animal who wasn't killed yet. Okay, that's the first version. The Gemara says, Tanya is another bright on this. Amal Rabbi Lezerai, Shabbi says the same story. He said what he said, Rabbi Kiva fobbed him off, and he said, Kiva kachani beinecha, shedini vazeh, shechav mit, I'm not going to tell you what was killed, to be killed. Ain't the enemy mitkaven la'arog edab ha'ema. Right? Ain't no din ele b'mitkaven la'arog edab ha'ema. V'harag et ha'adam. Where the animal originally, the kavona was to kill an animal, and inadvertently killed a person. All the mitzvah, the kid goy, and inadvertently varag Israel. All in the failing, he was going to kill a nephil. A nephil with something basically like a like a like a like a trifer. It wasn't going to survive. Varag ben kayam, and it killed the person who was kayama. So Rabbi, basically, Rabbi gave it to the two answers to the same question. Correct. The first question was where he's speaking about an animal that didn't kill. They wouldn't have been put to death because there were owners around. The owners admitted it, or there was one ape. The second answer that he gives me and says, no, talking about an animal who wasn't killed, why wasn't he killed? Because this animal wasn't really intending to kill a person or a Jew or a healthy person and ended up killing them. And therefore, they wouldn't have, uh, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was, it wasn't intentional. Look at Rashi. We'll see on Daf Mem Dalet. Quickly go to my Dead Alamur Aleph. It's the Mamash in the middle of the Amur. You'll see it. Mem Dalet Alamur Aleph. There's a Mishnah there. And the Mishnah tells us straight out. It says, was scratching up against the wall, right? When I fell out and fell on somebody, or tend to kill an animal, or a knani, or a when you should kill the Jew, or in a failing, in all those cases, that's what I'm talking about, he says. In a case like that, when it was patur, I'm talking about a case like this, but says, like this, we'll stop here. He says, hi, I'm an Abraham. Which answer did he give first? In other words, which do we think is the better answer? The second answer we saw was the first answer that he gave. And Amalei, 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 and Rav Tivyumi, Mishmaid Rava, both of them have Rav, it's understand Rava. He says, Hemit, Amalei, Amalei, the first answer he gave, Amalei. This is very quickly at Rashi, Abia. Mitkan, Amalei, Deraya, Gedolehi. This is a better proof, he says, the second answer. Right, to lahai vada itzchikra. This we definitely need a pasuk for. Avale mital pi aid echad. The chud eraya ketanihi. But if only one aid, or or the owners themselves, that's a that's a lesser proof. Dikel uutvei modi beknas patur ubeid echad nami klemem apshita delo mechayev. The hatrevin lafukem amoni lafidu kabe moed nami patur. Because he says that's a, that's a better answer. Because patur that one aid wouldn't be good enough to put the animal to death in the first place. This is a better answer. Where, we, where the better answer is the second answer, that the guy actually killed, and they were aid him, but it was inadvertent. We'll carry on tomorrow and see a little bit on that last subject.